everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Well, Melissa, we're working on podcast ideas, like we're always shooting back our list of ideas back and forth. Yeah, we've been in right? a huge and flow lately. It's been great. Yeah. And, you know, some of them are super half-baked. Some of them are like partial <laughs> ideas. Oh, yeah. I sent you one last night, like oh, yeah. super late. I know you did with absolutely nothing except that phrase. And I was like, oh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like laying on the floor in my daughter's room, <laughs> um, talking to her about, I don't even know what, some life, you know, some deep subject as a 12-year-old. Yeah. And then she said something. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. That's a podcast idea. And I ran out of her room and I sent you that. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, podcast idea. Sorry. So so this whole thing infiltrates yes, our lives. I know it does. Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, before we even talk about this topic, I have a really good friend I haven't talked to in months. And uh -huh. I texted her yesterday and I'm like, I miss you. What have you been doing? And she goes, Oh, well, I listened to your I, I listened to the pod. And I was like, What? Wait, what? <laughs> no, but that's not that isn't the same thing. Like she doesn't feel like she's missing you. No. Because she listens to the pod, but yeah. you haven't heard from her in months. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And it was That's so funny. funny. Her response was like so like, duh. Like, like what are you talking about? We 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 <laughs> We chat every week. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, the side effects of having a podcast. Nobody understands. <laughs> well, one of the ideas you you uh, came up a few times yeah. was this idea about talking about like your given family. Yeah. Right. The one you were like born into. Right. Versus your chosen family or, yeah. or, and your chosen, not maybe not versus, but, and your chosen family. Like, yeah. like as we go through life, mm -hmm. like another set of people, people kind of emerge around us yeah. that are just as, or possibly more important to us than mm -hmm. our right. given family, right. our immediate birth family. So yeah, it's funny, you know, like, I, what, what, what kind of spurred you on to this idea? Yeah. Well, actually, it's interesting because I um, I have what I call my adopted mom. She calls me her adopted kid. Mm. And uh, her name's Maxine. And I love her so much. I love her so much. She has been my adopted mom since I was 15 years old. Hmm. And she was an, my first high school boyfriend's mother. And, really? Yeah. And she taught me so many things. Like my, you know, I bake hundreds of cookies at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. That was because of her. She oh, taught that's me, from her? Yeah. She taught wow. me how to do that. And my very first job, I worked at a, as a certified nurse's assistant in a nursing home for six years. Mm -hmm. And she's the one who helped me get that job. And I worked hmm. with her uh, every other weekend for six years. Mm -hmm. She was the person that I could go to really for anything. And mm. it's funny because we sort of looked alike. 
same coloring. Um, and we just are like so, so, so close. Hmm. And, um, and now she's 92, which is hilarious to me because she acts like she's 60 still. She dresses like she's her body, everything. She's just very, very youthful. But I spend, I've made a commitment to both she and I that I love, which is I get to see her about once every three weeks. I try to spend mm. half a day. We spend half a day together and just wow. do anything like fun stuff or not yeah. nothing or watch a movie yeah. or it doesn't matter. Um, huh. And then I, I also have other people in my life that have been like adopted family to me. I have another adopted mom um, named Kay, who was my best friend's mom all through high school. And, and, um, and she bought groceries for me. Hmm. You know, she was a person that, and I had such a tumultuous growing up. My mom and I did not have a good mm -hmm. relationship. If anyone's listened to the pod, they already know that. Um, and so it was really, really hard for me. And so I was really in a place in my life where it was, I was desperate for um, female, close female advisors, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I had my grandmother always, but you know, that's a little that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Your your grandparent relationship is always a little different yeah. than a parental relationship. Yeah, yeah. Although my grandmother was the closest person to me in my whole life, these other women were and still are significant people in my life, and um, and now I am that for a lot of my kids' friends. Mm. And I think that there's a lot of times in our lives where we have our given biological families. Mm -hmm. and they may not be healthy or they may not be supportive or they may not offer the same sort of guidance just because of their life conditions. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's really important to talk about the value of choosing your own family members. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's really interesting. I, even as you were talking, I was like thinking it's almost like... Uh, you know, you're looking for, yeah, like a mentor, right? You're mm -hmm. looking for someone else in your life to give you that kind of like pillar of mm -hmm. like stability yeah. and comfort yeah, and love. Well, I think it's especially, I think when you're young, you don't do it consciously mm. at all. I mm -hmm. think that you um, have those needs always. And I think especially there are parent-child relationships that are just inherently very difficult. Yeah. You know, um, and what then I was thinking about that boyfriend. He's like, Melissa's my girlfriend. Well, but she likes my mom better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. Cause <laughs> the, we, the mom went stuck. <laughs> we dated like that's three funny. or four, three years or two and a half years or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And now he's married and I love his wife. She's so great. Absolutely love her. Um, but yeah, it is funny. It is funny. It like, is we're going to break up, but I'm going to still hang out with your mom. Okay. Yeah, actually, okay, to I plus mean, one that, let me just give you the whole story just since we're in the okay, middle of the I'd conversation. <laughs> so his oldest sister, Jill, co-signed my very first car loan hmm. because my family wasn't up for that. My mm -hmm. mother wasn't up for that. Um, his other sister and I were roommates. Wow. <laughs> she was my first roommate. And we're still friends today, and we still do things together. I mean, yeah, this, that, the, what, the, I actually, I'm kind of on on two sides. I'm like, it's amazing that, well, it's amazing that you you found them to be part of your a, a yeah. part of your life, and it's yeah. uh, amazing that also they brought you in and did 
all of that stuff yeah. for you. I, I mean, know. You, you know, you talk about choosing a family. Well, that's an amazing story about yeah. that on both sides. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I think as a result of that, I've made different, I've made decisions as an adult. You know, if we, we all have, most of us have kids or are involved with kids in some way, shape or form or have been in our lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even in high school, like there's- a... Most of us have been kids in our lives. <laughs> did, no, true. did I say that? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. That's how I heard it. Uh... <laughs> Most of us. I Some started of us out as a zygote. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but but we've all had relationships with children and kids, whether they be our own yep. or whether we have a boyfriend or a girlfriend that has children, you know, that we are co-parenting or whatever it is. But I think that it's really important to understand the value of a relationship that is not a biological relationship. Mm -hmm. Making those choices yeah. to choose intentionality and to be a family. Mm -hmm. So like for you, your experience as uh, when you were young yeah. and being, being in a situation where, you know, you maybe you weren't quite getting what you needed or what, what yep. you wanted from mm -hmm. your yeah. your biological family. And then you you found another um set of people to mm -hmm. to really fill that gap. It, you you kind of talked about it a little bit, but how do you how how does that affect the way you see family units yeah. as an adult now? Mm, yeah. Well, and plus I'm an only child and um, I moved over 20 times before I was 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And so there was this sort of, um, there was just there. So you have a lot of things that affect the way you think <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> a very nice way to put it. I just rock slowly in a corner, not a tight ball, just a loose ball in through the nose, out through the mouth. <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, I am intentionally very open-minded about mm. family structure and mm -hmm. how people see family. And it's funny because I think there's also, in some situations, maybe more often than not, people feel guilty for feeling this way. You know, like mm. they could feel guilty that they feel closer to their best friend, that best friend feels like a, a sister or a brother versus yeah. their real sister or brother. Right. Um, and I, I don't have those feelings of guilt or shame or anything. I think it's absolutely wonderful when we can collect people in our circle that we love as though they are yeah. our family. Um, I try to be very open and encouraging of that, of those yeah, relationships. That's, that's interesting. I, there's a, uh, a phrase, <laughs> my kids used it in a, in a way that shocked me. Um, <laughs> like this idea, like, oh, like, you know, the most important thing is family. Like you'll hear all these kind mm -hmm. of family value phrases, yeah. like yeah. blood is thicker than water, right. like all this, yeah. all this stuff that yeah. like tries to describe your, you know, your kind of given family or your biological family as the most important set of yeah. people in your life. Yeah. But that's right. Um, but for and and then if if you don't feel that, 
then then you do feel kind of ashamed. But right. Like, I don't always... feel normal. At least you yeah. don't feel like I'm not normal because I don't think like that. Yeah. But I've always, I've always thought, I've always been a little confused by that mm-hmm. statement. Yeah. Right. Because, like, yes, like DNA flowed in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that, like, you know, my brother and I are going to be, for some reason, total perfect personality matches and absolutely, you know, like best friends for the rest of our lives. Like, we, ha- you know, I'm not disparaging my brother here at all. No, but I like, understand. It's You're like, right, though. You're right. Like, it's just a perfect because example. we grew up together for, yep, like, yeah, like a now minority part of my life, like yeah. 18 years of my life, mm-hmm. not all of it. Um, it doesn't mean we're like, like that's the number one relationship. No. And, and as a matter of fact, I think it's really healthy to think about it like that because too often in coaching, even, you know, people have a lot of expectation that they put on family members. Mm -hmm. Um, and we've done lots of pods about that in the past, right? Expectations because of the family member's title that there should be this certain amount of closeness or this mm. certain affinity because of the family oh, member. You're talking about like you're coaching in your professional coaching and business seeing yeah. companies whose family members like work at the company or own part of the company. No, that could be it. That could be it. That kind of thing. And but the, it, the expectation that like the siblings are totally in line mm-hmm. and have yeah. the same vision for yeah. the organization. Yeah. Which, but it but it isn't even by the way is zero is almost never true. <laughs> it's it's never true. It's never I do a lot of work in family businesses, that's true. Um but I don't even mean it in that in such a broad example of family business. I mean it in human condition. Everyone that I mm. coach that is in a business capacity was raised in a family unit with a family dynamic, with family expectations based mm-hmm. on your role, based on your birth order based on your title and all these expectations about how you should be. And that's where things go sideways. And when people have been really scarred by that or hurt, Mm -hmm. you know, deeply wounded as a result of that, they come to work as a wounded person Mm. with strong expectations or strong resentments about certain things. And when they, they see anything that feels like that in their workplace, they respond in the same emotional way because that's where they're showing up. That's yeah. how they're coming to work. Yeah. So this idea that like you should have a really tight bond with yeah. your given family and that should be like your the number one uh, priority as far as relationships go in mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. Where do you, where does that come from? Why do we have that idea in our heads? Why do you and think? Why is that's that a really good question. I'd be interested in what you think about that. <laughs> uh, first, I think part of it is kind of instinctual. I think mm-hmm. it's part yeah. of who we are. Like tribal. Because, like tribal mm-hmm. because like, you know, you know, you know me, I always like try to bring it back to some of this like very basic survival stuff yeah. because yeah. that monkey part of our brain yeah. is still yep. very present in yep. today's environment. True. And part of family is survival, mm-hmm. right? 
when you're a baby, you need a family to survive. If if yeah. you're an infant and you're cast out on your own, you will die without right. a family. It's right. part of the necessary structure. Even to get... if that family is one other person. Yeah. 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 You just, but, but it has to be there. So there's a, there's a part, um, of just kind of like getting to the next generation that requires some yeah. sort of family structure. You know, it's funny. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. And then the, then the other part of it to me is there's a societal mm. construct. Mm -hmm. Yes. Probably based on that survival thing, but it's been really kind of blowing up. Yep. Um, and you know, and kind of religions in there. Yeah. Right. Like there is certain ideals that if you perpetuate in a certain way, really like strengthen different like really like religious yeah. ideals. Yeah. So mm -hmm. so I get, I think I feel like it gets a little overblown because there's like a different kind of agenda there. Oh, I totally agree. And you know what I think we're still unraveling and I don't know if we ever will. We always, you know, like it's like what do you what do you consider when you think of quote family? What do you picture? <laughs> That's funny. I got I got I mean frankly, I got two separate images. I I got my like your image. I, well, yeah, I got. I actually got like a flash of like my biological birth, like my mom, my dad, and my brother. Yep. So, okay, mom, dad, two kids. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I got. I got that. Yep. And then I got like a little flash of my friend group. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Right. Um, what's interesting? I didn't get a. <laughs> I didn't get a flash of my own kids. But <laughs> we'll unravel that in the next podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, they don't listen to you on this podcast anyway, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, uh, the other thing is your chosen family is also your spouse, right? Like yeah. you, yes. Uh, yeah, somewhere along the the timeline of our lives, we mm -hmm. we got to choose, yeah, our our, our partner yep. for yeah the next part of our journey yep well you also have our a, spouses you also have a unique family structure as well which we haven't even talked about that yet right we have we have two adopted kids mm -hmm. yep so that was um, a huge choice that you and amber made yeah you became you know chosen parents for those two boys yeah, even when we started talking about this podcast mm -hmm. just uh we were talking about names like what would we name this one? Oh yeah right yeah 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 and one of the working titles we had was yeah. your real family and your chosen family right and in the adoption circles yeah saying what's my real family mm. it's kind of like a real trigger yeah well <laughs> a real trigger word and, because and, yeah because uh, we always use bio family for biological family to refer to the mm -hmm. the boys as you know, birth yeah. mom and dad, and, right, 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 and siblings. Um, but who's like, who is, who is my kids' real family? What is the definition of who's your real family? We have this conversation with them because right. as they've gone uh, through their maturing and trying to understand mm -hmm. their place in the world and right, um, and their kind of like adoption story, you know, they've used that. To us, like when they're, it's like once I went to one of our kids was like I don't know, it was like eight or something, and I wouldn't let him play Xbox all night. Yeah, he's like, I hate you. I want to go live with my real family. Oh, and, um, 
Yeah, that's just him being upset. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then you know, the next day we talk. Like, okay, what is a real family? Yeah, right. Like, what exactly. is what is the definition of a family? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, what is real and not? Because, yeah. um, the to to me, if family is the the people that are in your life, the nucleus that sh- yeah that show up every day, whether you're mean to them or not, whether they want to or not. They show up for you every single day and they're there for you. So, yeah. 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 I think use too, that as a definition. I think too, you know what? It, this, we have been on this big push in the, in our country, in this world to change the, what we think of as a family in terms of the color, the race, the religion mm-hmm. of different family members. But you know what? I think they we still go back to just what we think of is quote normal. I think everybody has and I'm doing air quotes normal yeah. picture and this is what I'm out to to really ch- challenge, not in a negative way, but truly challenge what is your belief about what a nuclear family like your yeah. you know, your given yeah. family um because and- because well, fr- I don't want to be too polarizing on this. Yeah, but there is like, <laughs> frankly, I'm list- I'm trying to like also listen to our conversation. I'm like, oh god, those two sound like like raging liberals. <laughs> um, <but> the- <laughs> well, really? Do you think so? so? Why? Because why? Because I'm. Di- no, I don't know. Because oh. there is like there is a the uh. Whether you call it like a conservative, there's like a conservative mindset that puts family, yeah, like the nuclear family at the center of yes, like it's like the family yeah, unit yeah. is the center of the universe, mm-hmm. and everything it goes right. out from there, right? And in a lot in 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 a lot of ways, that would be like a more conservative yeah. person's view of mm-hmm. how things should be. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I are talking about all sorts of different. Uh, atypical family structures. Right now, I would actually say I don't think they're atypical. Hey, open your anymore. mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like open your eyes. It's not. It's not. It's not the outlier anymore. No. Well, it's, divorce it's is over. 60%. Much more the norm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what I. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, um, and and whatever your belief is, um, if you don't ask yourself where it came from. You can actually end up making yourself feel really bad if you end up having another really beautiful relationship that you consider close enough to be your family in addition mm-hmm. to, you know, your given family. That's what I'm saying is it's like I think there is a lot of shame and guilt that can even just crawl around the edges like, oh, I'm closer to, you know, I feel closer to this person than my own mother or I feel closer to this yeah. person than my own brother or sister. And I, I just think um I don't think we have to feel bad about those things. I think the mm-hmm. more the merrier, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love it. I'm an only child. I'm an only child. So I was always searching for more family because I just love this idea of having this eclectic, um, you know, re- just be able to have all these really deep relationships that are very eclectic and yeah. come from all different parts of my life and really serve yeah. such a great purpose. But I, I can see like how it gets really could get really complicated mm-hmm. because yes. like on the other hand, so like you have you found yourself mm-hmm. a wonderful person to fill in the gaps where where your mom yeah. wasn't serving you well. Yep. Right. Well, how did how did your mom feel about that, right? Did she say, 
like, did that cause her to be like, oh, I'm failing Melissa? Like, maybe mm-hmm. she didn't, but like, you could even think that. You yeah. could even think, oh, this is going to hurt. If I go um, attach myself to this other person kind of as my, mm-hmm. as my adopted mom, mom. role, mm-hmm. um, that's going to really hurt my biological mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, right? the, so would, the, the, the relationships yeah. get complicated. They are complicated. And they're ripe for disaster in some ways. <laughs> oh, nice word. Nice word. We were doing so well. <laughs> <We're still> like... <laughs> well, I mean, is that not true? I think... Um, there is some stick. Okay. Yeah. No, disaster. I think that there's I'm some, being dramatic. There's some, but there's truth. some little thorns in there. Yeah. That, that's a good way to that say could, it. Right. Could, yeah. could poke. And over the last 40 years of having a relationship with Maxine and my mom, I would say that 38 of them, my mother was grateful that I had her. Mm-hmm. And two of them, my mom really resented that. Mm hmm. I mean, if I were to put it in a percentage. Yeah. So I think you're right. So there, think, there's kind of like the thorny side of it. Right. And the thing is, though, is that I was making that choice really because it was for my best good, not against mm-hmm. her, not against yeah. her. Well, and I think that of, we have of to- course, But we have course, to stay there. But yeah, of course you were. Yeah. But you could see how it get misinterpreted. Yep. Right. Because people's yep. egos get in the way and they- Yeah, totally. You know, all, yeah. all the things we talk about- yeah, I think that's true, and I I think that um, I think that's very true, and that makes it even more important to say intentionally choosing your family members, your non-family as your family members, is really actually a gift, and mm-hmm. it is and it isn't meant to, and should never be used as a weapon. It should never be used, you know, as a way to make someone else feel bad. It should always be, in my opinion, um, for the highest and best you know, in all yeah. things, the highest and best. Yeah. And we can have such a rich life by having the experiences of other people in our circle that we wouldn't normally have, you know, because they mm-hmm. were our given family. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So uh, just as we end, yeah. thank you for sharing the story. I mean, this was yeah. one of those where I was like, I don't know. I mean, I've got a little bit of experience on on this topic, yeah. but you sharing these personal stories is... Yeah is beautiful yeah, and it's thank it's, you uh, and you know i don't really do awesome that very to... easily yeah <laughs> um so good job yeah and i would say if and, and i don't know max might listen to this or she might not i'm going to send her the link when it's ready and if max were here with us i always mm-hmm. say i love you max and she always says i love you back did you enjoy this episode please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe rate and leave a review so others can discover it as well Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.